and welcome to the Just Me Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Justin Diodato. I am your other host, Jamie Fallon. And uh, unfortunately, Andy could not make it today, but he'll be back. Don't worry. Uh, and we have a guest with us, as is the way of the podcast. Yes. Uh, Ali Merjeski. Hello. Hello. Uh, Ali is a uh, is a writer, an improviser, and a professional toy expert. I sure am. Uh, and we'll be that's what we'll be talking about today. We'll be talking about uh, the toys. wide the wide wide world of the toy industry. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, I love toys. <laughs> uh, and before we continue, uh, just want to remind everybody that the podcast is produced in association in association with the Armory. Uh, we have shows basically. Almost every Friday night, except for the next three. Uh, and on Saturdays and on Tuesdays and all over the place. Sketch, Wednesdays, Always. indie night. You yeah. could yeah. live at the Armory, probably. You probably yeah. could. And those seats are very comfortable. So if you need a nap. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So check it out. Visit the Armory on uh, Facebook. Anyway, getting back into the podcast. Um, so uh, you're a toy expert. Tell us about it. Tell us. You, your just me thing is that you, you're probably one of like... Like a handful of real like toy experts. Yes, I and am. well, just to remind listeners of the concept between of our just oh, me yeah. podcast, yeah. just to get people up to speed. If you're listening for the first time, there's a thing about you that you love that is part of your personality and makes you very special, but may just be you that likes this thing. So we invite people here to talk about that thing that makes them special. That may just be them. And today we're diving in with Allie. That is so endearing. Like a, <laughs> a podcast that celebrates what makes you special. Makes you special. I love that. <laughs> I'm not crying. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. Uh, but yeah, I'm a professional toy expert. That is my job. That is how I pay the bills. That is what I do. Do you like playing with toys? I love it, actually. It is... Uh, I mean, who wouldn't, though, right? So I go to work every day, and uh, I'm like, any new Nerf guns come out this week? You know, so like, it's uh, it's pretty exciting. It's uh, we uh, we do daily reviews of toys at my company, the Toy Insider, and uh, so every day we're updating our website with the latest and greatest that is hitting shelves. So you get to play with toys all day, and then they pay you actual U.S. currency. Uh, yes, actual U.S. currency That's is how amazing. I am. Is how I am. It <laughs> seems like that is such a fun job. It might be a barter situation. <laughs> no, well, uh, it's a, it's a little bit of Here a barter. Co- here's some coconuts. <laughs> right. Like. I'm also the world's greatest aunt because. Oh, uh, oh yes. Yeah. I oh, they give you the toys. Well, so uh, the company sends us. Steal them. Yeah, we just. <laughs> it's just like a huge heist situation is what I do professionally. So uh, all of the toy companies will send us toys for review. They just send us samples and they're like, "Here's what we have. Here's what it does." Uh, have at it. And so we uh, we play with all of them in the office, and then we write reviews about them, and then most of them we donate to charity oh. afterwards. But sometimes... The my, lame ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lame ones. But all the good ones go <laughs> under the Christmas tree for my nephew. <laughs> you so, are. so, like, I, I, my brain goes negative a lot, and I apologize, but, like, because mm-hmm. I could see where the nerf part is exciting. But I imagine you also get, like, the... Like, that thing little kids push with little, like... Balls in the, like Oh, a, my nephew loves oh, that. You know what I mean? Like the... Yeah, I do know it. You're asking, like, what do we do when something's garbage, basically. Right. <laughs> yes. But, but I, mean, I mean, like, it's, it's... I imagine it's easy... It, not easy to tell. I'm not trying to disparage... But, like, mm-hmm. it's easier to tell if, like, a toy for a 12-year-old is good, or a 10-year-old is good, than a toy for, like, a 1-year-old is good. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, at first glance, I would say okay. yes. Uh, but when we're doing toys for like babies and toddlers, uh, more than like, is it fun? Because like, who knows? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're not telling you. But um, more than that, we look at uh, different things like uh, like play value. So like, how much are they getting out of it actually? And like, how many of their developmental skills is it hitting on? So like, how like the um, like sensory textures and stuff like that. We focus on a lot of that stuff. And then it's. Uh, a lot of it comes from like, is it reusable? Like, can will your baby throw it against a wall and will it shatter? Because like, okay. that's useless for a baby because mm-hmm. that's what they do with toys. And do you have babies that work there to te- that do the mm-hmm. testing? For yeah, you? a whole yeah. payroll full of babies. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <laughs> they work at the office down the hall, and let me tell you, you know what? I might actually have a baby now if I can put it to work. So yeah. thank so God you can get that that second income on it. <laughs> thank yeah. God for that. I do, yeah, I do need the health insurance, and I think that 
that's how that works. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's you know how it works. You know what's going to be yeah. crazy is that my infant will be more successful than I will be. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and like, that's why I'm most nervous about having kids, you know? Like, is that baby going to be prettier than me? Is it going to be more likable? Like, I don't know if I want that kind of competition. I, I'm, mostly <laughs> con- I'm mostly concerned about babies stealing our jobs. Yeah, and you know? robots. Babies yeah. and robots are going to take over mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be a sloppy electrical mess. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Can I ask, yeah. um, you know, maybe is there any drama associated with it? As in, you've given probably a very fair review on something, but maybe a toy manufacturer did not take favor with it? Uh, yeah, that happens a lot. You know, yeah. um, but w- one of the things about our website is that we don't do negative reviews on our website. So it's sort of like um, it's a place, it's a resource for you to go where you can find good toys for your kids. So okay. all of the reviews on there are positive, generally positive. So you just don't, like if you review it and it sucks, then you just yeah, pretend like it, it never existed. Yeah, we have a whole bunch of like criteria that we go on um, specific to like our company and our standards and what it is. And um, so if it, I mean, obviously if it doesn't meet safety standards, we <laughs> send it back and we're like, we can't review this. Um but three employees died using this toy. <laughs> and we're adults. Do you, so. like, like, do you get, like, bag of glass toys? Like. Uh, well, kind of <laughs> yeah, We have in the past. We've gotten things that are, like, it's, like, age. they tell us it's uh, graded for kids ages three and up. And it's, like, a wooden box with, like, very sharp edges and, like, metal clasps and stuff. And we're, like, oh, we can't review this. Like, this isn't. This isn't safe for any kid. Like, you know, yeah, I that feels like you should call the government and be like, they're <laughs> saying that this is yeah. safe. This is murder toys. Something bad is happening. <laughs> yeah. Tennis playtime. <laughs> yeah. It's like very, conf- you know, it's, it's hard too because um, a lot of the stuff that we see is pre-production samples as well. So like I, we start seeing like this. So like for the 2018 holiday season, hmm. we saw those toys in October of 2017 and they were all prototypes and pre-production samples and like, Basically, that that there's a show in October in Dallas. I believe it's in Dallas, but it's called Fall Toy Preview, and they roll out everything for the next holiday season. And it's basically like, here's all the ideas we've had over the past three years, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. like, um, what's cool about it is you see a ton of stuff that doesn't make it, like past. <laughs> like the the big show is in February um, every year, so like you'll see something in Dallas that it's in February. They're like, oh yeah, no, no, that's not gonna happen at all. Like. It was a bad idea. It didn't go well. Like you know? what? I want to know what, like, what? Um, I'm trying to think of, like, a good example of something that we've seen like that. But it, it'll it be, like, a, so there was there was one toy that did it did make it pretty far. But I don't know that it ever made it to market. But it was uh, basically, like, a selfie stick. But instead of a selfie stick, it was a balloon. <laughs> so, so it was a balloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could... <laughs> You could tie this balloon to, like, I don't know, your kid's bike or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, when you're riding it, it's, it's like, floating behind you. It's, like, taking video. It's, like, very exciting, right? Oh. And uh, it's got a camera in it. So, like, it's kind of like a high price point toy, you know, because it's got that tech in it. But when we were, like, at the show, uh, some, someone on my team was, like, so, like, what happens if another kid just, like, cuts the string on this? Because they're like, yeah, then your expensive oh. toy has now just flown into the atmosphere, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> never to be heard of again. And you're like, oh, yeah, right. That's a, that's a weird thing. <laughs> just think of the footage they're going to get. I mean, amazing. It's going to be incredible. But like, you, it's stuff like that, you know what I mean? Where you, uh, basically that show is for people like like my team to go and just mm. be like, ooh, this is mm. really good. But like, do you know how, we, how you could make it better? Or things like that. So awesome. it's a, it's an industry show, you know what I mean? So like. I have two questions. Yeah. And they don't relate to each other. Great. So bear with me. Better. Number one. Can Where did you get that shirt? <laughs> Number one. <laughs> amazing shirt. Thank but you. But you always look great. Um, can amateurs attend these things or is it industry only? Um, most of the trade shows are industry only. You have to uh, provide credentials to get in there as press. So you have to be like pretty established. So I couldn't press. just like start a toy blog and then be like, get, get me in. No, no. Especially with because the uh, social media influencers and bloggers... Mm. Uh, like sphere of media is becoming so big they have a lot of um specific credentials and numbers and views and things like that that you have to meet to be able to go as media to that sort of thing but it's all very like hush hush like even at toy fair um so toy fair is the whole javits center right Mm -hmm. in february it's like Mm -hmm. everybody it's one of the biggest like international shows for the toy industry and um 
every year there's you walk around and usually everybody's booths are like open and big and like you can walk in and out of them you know and this year everybody on like the main floor had walls up around their booths and like secret rooms that you had to go into that like I had to sign a lot of like NDAs to see things. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Because it's a huge problem in the toy industry now where people are like ripping off other people's ideas and and coming out with the same toys. Oh. Yeah. So it's really hard to sort through. So trade shows are now becoming like very like. Yeah. Cutthroat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cutthroat industry. Who knew? It's like a survival of the fittest out there, you know? God, it's a jungle made of (laughs) plush toys. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
like basically like old men in suits you know what i mean which is like something that's very <laughs> what you're like wait well like of course i mean they're all like businessmen you know what i mean they're like yeah. the running companies it just so happens that their company makes children's toys you know what I mean? it's just very it's very strange and yeah. startling and then like a lot of like the the like pr and marketing teams and all that are, are, are young women so it's like this very like st- it's a little bit more mixed in now you know what i mean but yeah. it, uh, when i first started it was like a very staunch divide between the two that's yeah. funny I, I mean i like the idea of like like an old guy in a suit with a cigar being like the unicorn's eyes are too small <laughs> This isn't sparkly enough. Yeah. How can he see in the dark? His eyes are so small. <laughs> That's not a mystical creature. <laughs> not enough magic. <laughs> so do, do you like? Do you have a lot of like? I, I don't want to say turnover, but like, do you have people that like come review stuff and you're like, you don't know shit about toys? Get out of here. Like, uh, no. And maybe, okay. like, I'm a little bit more sensitive to that because I did not know shit about toys. You know what I mean? When I started, it's sort of like a, like a learned expertise. You know what I mean? And uh, what's always funny to remember because it's, like, my full-time job. And, like, during the holiday season, I'm very busy and I'm doing a lot of, like, media and stuff like that. But it's toys. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's kind of hard to be bad at playing with toys. Like, it's sort of like... An oh, inter- yeah. But but I can picture a situation where, like, you do an interview with somebody and you're like, here are three toys. One of them sucks. Tell me which one. <laughs> Guess which one sucks. And then I put them under three red cups and I move them around. And I'm like, everything's a joke here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, mostly you get... Um, at least, at least in our company, you get mostly hired based on your uh, edit edit experience, like your editorial experience, mm. more so than your ability to play. It's something that's really easy to pick up, but uh, something that everybody. What's really nice about working at the toy industry or at the Toy Insider is that everybody there really, really loves it. Mm-hmm. Like everybody really, really loves playing with toys, and we're like really excited about it and. Very into it, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. We're like, there's new Shopkins coming out on Thursday. <laughs> Is somebody getting it on the Instagram? Like, it's very, like, it's very important. We're like, how come we don't have samples of these? Call up Moose Toys. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's very, like... Uh, I'm, like not, I'm not coming home for mom's operation. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you heard about the Shopkins, though? Like, it's very, like... It's and, uh, the rest of us are like, Bay Chella, did you see the live stream of Bay Chella? Like, but Shopkins! <laughs> I'm like, but the Shopkins came out, and they're all ice cream. You know? Yeah. <laughs> what? It's, it's like, it's... it's we always joke in our office. We're like, it's it's a weird thing to be talking about. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if anybody heard our conversations like outside of the office, they'd be like, "What are you even saying? Like, <laughs> how is that your real person job?" <laughs> it's a made up language. <laughs> so, like, what, like, are there toys that like you get excited about, or toys where you're like, "Oh no, I'm keeping this one." Oh, like yeah. this is. This is staying in my office. So <laughs> I would say I have a couple specialties personally. <laughs> One of them is Nerf. Well, we Nerf blasters. We don't we don't call them Nerf guns because mm-hmm. that has very negative connotation for the children. Mm. But uh, so Nerf blasters is a big uh, specialty of mine. Uh, also Lego sets. I'm very very into Lego sets and construction toys and stuff like that. So I would say those two are the ones that I'm like, I'll take those. <laughs> I that's those. If the, you basically categorize everything I played with when I was little. Yeah. Because I had an older brother, so those were like neutral playing zones of Legos. We had like huge sacks of Legos and like all the Lincoln log and building blocks and things like that. And then his G.I. Joe would live there part of the year and my Barbie would live there the second part of the year. (laughs) And that's how we compromised. It's like a timeshare, like a Lincoln log. (laughs) I I was the same way though. I have have an older brother too. So like that's what was around our house when I was a kid. So I think that I'm like also like naturally drawn to it, you know, like. But it's still uh, rad, though. Yeah, so rad. Yeah. I, I had an experience when I was, I, I was probably like 19 or 20, uh, and I went to FAO Schwartz, and it was back when they had like Nerf World. And it was one of those things where I had to like ask a friend to make sure that this actually like happened, because I was like, was this a movie? Uh, but like... <laughs> no, Justin, this is your life. But there was like a Nerf World, and they just had the guns everywhere, and like... That's awesome. Yeah, and my friend and I just started like a Nerf war, and then other little kids saw us doing it, and they grabbed Nerf guns, 
and there was like a Nerf battle happening in like the like in FAO Schwartz, and like we're wow. just shooting everything, and like parents were getting excited about it and stuff like that. Like, and everybody just had these things, and people would hide behind stuff. Um, and then eventually they like stopped us from doing it. But I was just like, that was the greatest thing that's ever. Like, it felt like right out of a movie. And then I went back like many years later, and they're like, oh yeah, no, we don't. That's not a thing that yeah. you can do. Like I, but I imagine that's that's Wednesday. That's lunchtime. Yeah. yeah, that's Wednesday yeah. for oh, me. That's that's, awesome. <laughs> that's a that's a good Wednesday. You know, oh, that's so much fun. Yeah, we don't do anything like that. We just drink alcohol. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, we do Sudoku for uh, fun. For uh, another day. question for Allie. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that you like the things that you do at work. <laughs> and alcohol. And alcohol. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I run a sweatshop. <laughs> it's still it's really a weird hard. sweatshop. It's still a very bizarre sweatshop. It's very, well, it's actually a shop where you just sweat, and then we collect oh, okay. the sweat. No, I, we're going down a path. I can't yeah. stop. Ah. We, hit it, we hit the cliff. I know not to jump. So, Allie. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Uh, what else? Uh, I, I know you had mentioned, uh, we were talking about like poop toys. Oh, that, yeah. Like, as a mm, yeah, that's very trendy this year. That's what's, that's what's hot for 2018 is uh, poop toys, gross toys and poop toys. So they are shaped like poop? or uh, they-, they involve poop in different... Well, let me give you a couple examples. Yes, so um, there's a game from Hasbro this year called Don't Step In It. And <laughs> Sorry. And what it is is you lay out this, this mat that you walk across in your bare feet. Um, and that you poop it on? comes, it comes with, uh, <laughs> like dough, like Play-Doh uh-huh. and, and, uh, in different shades of brown and, uh, and a little mold. So you make these little mounds of, of poop literally and lay them across this mat. And then you spin a spinner and it tells you how many steps you have to make it across this mat. So you, you blindfold yourself. Wait, hang on, hang on. <laughs> you blindfold yourself. Yep. And then you have to walk across the mat without <laughs> stepping in any of the poop. <laughs> Can I get this for my work? Yeah. <laughs> because everyone's always stepping in it. Uh, <laughs> It'd be nice to literally do you're it. Always, <laughs> you're always stepping in it. And uh, yeah, so that's like, that's one. That's one version oh of it. Oh my God, that's amazing. Uh, that seems irresponsible. <laughs> Doesn't it? Like, <laughs> Wait, is it shaped like... Dog poo or human poo? Uh, well, it's like a it's like a swirly mound, oh, you know, like the poo. top of an ice cream yeah, cone, yeah, sort like the of emoji. aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then because um, because well, I, I was worried about like there being little kids who may just be like, oh, I am all out of play doh, <laughs> sure. I'll just poop on this, Ugh. and then you not being able to tell the difference. But well, if it's not, like, probably the smell would be different. There's a game that's coming out from Mattel. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> and I forget the d- exact name of it. I should have looked it up before I came here. But uh, basically, what it is is it's uh, it you uh, like plunge a toilet and a oh. a very realistic looking piece of poop flies out and you have to catch it. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> there are some things where I'm like, oh, is this gonna teach children weird habits? Like, but like also like teach the kids to not be ashamed of their bodily function. You know, it's like a, it's a double-edged sword, but I'll tell you, kids love poop. Oh, God. They love yeah. poop. Okay, but can't we all agree that if, if a poop comes flying out of the toilet, <laughs> is your, something bad don't happen. your first reaction is not to just like oh. one-handed grab that, yeah. just right out the air. Like I, I don't see a scenario where you're better off yeah. having caught the poop than just sort of letting it flop. Yeah. This was a good choice. <laughs> oh, good. I feel good about this. So I think it may be teaching the kids the wrong. Okay. Yeah, but I do like I like the counter to that, and I do like this idea that we, as like American society, do hold these things so precious and private mm-hmm. that you know, like in Europe, they keep the doors open. Like basically, like in Copenhagen, you 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 you, you go to the bathroom in a hole in the ground in front of the whole family. Like the whole idea of it being this like forbidden <laughs> taboo thing. Wait, like, why, but why is that wrong in every home? Why do, I don't need <laughs> I don't need to involve other people in pooping. Like that's. <laughs> Aren't we okay with like, well, we, that? That's me time. Yes, but we think it's we think it's wrong because this is the way that we're raised. So like, and of course, it, it has it comes with its side effects mm-hmm. that are a little bit negative in terms of uh, smell and 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 noises that can be embarrassing. But are those noises embarrassing only because we say they're embarrassing, or are they just yeah. natural things that if we didn't think we're embarrassing, we might have healthier habits? We wouldn't try. To and talk. so I think what's happening with a lot of these games is. And like I don't know how 
like deeply psychological <laughs> these actual intentions of designing these games are but there are games where like uh, there's one for preschoolers where you roll a dice and you have to like literally with a plastic fake very safe knife cut into a electronic <laughs> piece of cheese that many times and if you don't hear the fart noise I thought you were gonna say poop <laughs> I was like oh my goodness this no is, this is this has gone beyond but you're cutting the cheese to make a fart noise it's called cut the cheese yeah so oh. if you cut the cheese if it makes a fart noise you have to like go back to the beginning but like it sort of it makes everybody laugh so like yeah. I'm wondering if like stuff like ma- putting such a this is like real deep for talking about poop toys no. but like putting such like a, a like a comedy perspective on it makes it a little bit more laughable you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. like maybe if you accidentally cut the cheese in like second grade class now you're like a little more willing to laugh about it too you know everyone's had that experience like one of my most scarring experiences in life as like inadvertently farting in front of my best friends ever (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> while playing Monopoly, and I got very excited. I got Boardwalk, and it just sort of all came out in a very loud toot. Um, and then everybody laughed at me, and I could never live it down for the rest of my life. I still get postcards from these friends or family friends, and they're like, remember when you farted? Oh, Not God. really, but kind of. We, whenever we get together, we still bring it up as the funniest thing ever. Because but, I was so embarrassed by it. Yeah. But, but if I wasn't embarrassed by it, nobody would have anything to laugh at. See, that's where I'm a little confused. I mean, I'm older than mm-hmm. you. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Alex. Justin. And I think of similar age <laughs> to you. Specifically, me. <laughs> Just uh, Ellie's the young one. Yeah. Um, but, like, and I was always on the other side of this, but uh, I could see where, from girls' perspective, it was always very, like, oh, God, embarrassing. Horrifying. But, mm-hmm. like, and I was, again, I was on that side of it. But, like, for 95% of the guys that I knew that, like, farting was something to be, like, super excited about like you know what i mean like but like, i don't think there was that friends. stigma in front of your guy friends not in front of girls so yeah. in my scenario half so of those people j- were boys <gasps> like my best friends oh. were like half of them were boys oh. so it was it was horrifying yeah in front of girls you're just like <laughs> yeah but in front of boys oh your skin melts off your body because you're so embarrassed and it right. runs away you know i'm having like sympathy sweat yeah. for like what happens to you right now <laughs> sweatshop <laughs> so do you, do you think this game will help that Yes, I do. I think it as long as it, like it's a, a a funny thing and it's like you're laughing at at the joke of like mm-hmm. cutting the cheese, then all of a sudden you're making the joke too, like the game. You yeah. know, like it everybody farts. Oh, I, I I think that's a dis- I I think that's like too far down the line. Just cuz like if you're like 12, you're embarrassed by like having shoes. Oh yeah. You know what true. I mean? Like well, you're yeah, embarrassed yeah, yeah. by like true. everything. Yeah. So by the time we get to like being cool with farting, <laughs> we got to we got a lot of things we got to get through. <laughs> there is just no cure for teenage embarrassment though. Like right. that is just <laughs> embedded yeah. deep inside. Like yeah, so parents yeah. don't help. Along like the gross toys trend, along with like a lot of poop toys and and things that go that way, there's also a lot of toys coming out that focus on like zits and popping zits and like that's a whole thing too. Why? Yeah. <laughs> So there's a there's an actual thing that people make for children that you they look like zits and oh you God. put them on your face and then you can pop them and they I, I'm like thinking about it and like gagging a little bit because it's like gross to watch and like I can't even watch it in the office but like it's also a thing that people are like actively putting on their face and then popping a pimple. That's crazy. Do you know? Well, people people are into that. They go mm-hmm. to the there's YouTube channels just devoted towards you sit right. there for hours watching people push things out of their pores yeah i am i for those at home i am hugging myself <laughs> that's right real now. that's real. shaking He's in a full <laughs> Cause, embrace because i am about to get so fetal. upset by this but like it's it's sort of like that that thing where like uh you know people put those pore strips on and then they yeah. rip them off and, uh, and it like pulls out blackheads and like that's like satisfying thinking about it like I, it, it sends a chill up my spine but at the yeah. same time i'm always like oh that's satisfying, it's like, satisfying. Watch that. but, but at least there's a benefit to that yeah. in some way yeah. like versus i'm going to give myself Fake zits that I like, uh, aren't you supposed to not pop them? You're either? also not supposed to pop zits, which yeah. is like a mm, you know. Yeah, hmm. hmm. I don't know about that one. Although, okay, if along the same line, we're saying acne is a way of life, and everybody has it, and yeah. it's a thing. It's part of our bodies. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Look, yeah. it can be satisfying. Maybe, maybe. Mm. I don't know. Uh, mm. I'm more in line with the poop <laughs> than more, than the nail. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, think I like the poop. Bite. I don't like the flying I, poop. But again, yeah, that's like like this, if like yeah. if I had to if I had a child and the choice was pop zit or step in poop, 
I'm gonna go with Papa Zit every time, right? Like, like am I? Well, like, where? Like, how do you decide? Yeah. <laughs> how, do, how does one make such an important parenting? Decision? I mean, it's like a, a Solomon's quest here. Like, <laughs> cut the baby in half, or you know. I think it's all like. So what's weird about it is you have like all of these things that can be like construed as like uh, maybe somewhere deep down kids are learning body positivity and, and that sort mm. of thing. And then you also have things where like you're digging through slime that's unicorn poop to find like a treasure. And I'm like, I'm not <laughs> like, I'll give you an example. There was a there was a baby doll a couple years ago that um, uh, it it pooped into a diaper and then you had to dig through it. Oh to pull out a charm mm. and then you would make a bracelet or a, ne- or a necklace Mm-mm. a fine piece of jewelry if you will <laughs> out of these uh uh poop out of these charms excavated from a baby's poop mm. and i'm like <laughs> what's concerning about that is like the whole process in general right so like up top like what's second yeah. concerning about that is like is that the kind of doll you want to get for your kid when you you know people buy kids dolls to like introduce the idea of a new baby coming into the house yeah. you know what i mean and then like two weeks later like you're, you got one kid digging through another like real live diaper yeah because i'm gonna i'm gonna I'll, i will admit something um oh no no uh, okay no it's not that bad when I, <laughs> How related to diapers is it? No. When, when I was a little kid, I, um, I lived with my grandmother, and she had a yard. Um, and I had lived there up until I was four. Uh, I lived with my, just my mom from mm-hmm. four to five, and then I moved back. And at some point between the, like, the period of time, I like, lost all my memory of ever having been there before, uh, which is only mildly related to the story. But it, it's related to the story in the sense that like, I had a bunch of marbles that I buried in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I moved back, I found those marbles, but did not know that I had buried them in the backyard. So for a large portion of my life, like too long, I thought that marbles formed naturally in the earth <laughs> and that you could <laughs> find them <laughs> if you dug in the right place. <laughs> it didn't occur to me that like, Somebody had put them there, and in actuality, it was me. I see the connection here. (laughs) So such a heartwarming story. (laughs) So I would assume I was a little kid that I'd be like, if I go through enough poop, I'm gonna make a necklace. I'm eventually gonna get a necklace. Oh my god! Well, and also, like, what is the underlining thing here? Like, either that baby was fed a charm. (laughs) <laughs> and processed it naturally. Yeah. Or second, that baby's magical and it makes beautiful jewelry in its gut. Like, yeah. You know, like, like what, what is? Yeah, yeah. So like, it, it's like with things like that, you know what I mean? We're like, this is too much for even us. Yeah. And, and I mean, yeah. we see a lot. And that's body negativity because then yeah. you might go through your own poop and be like, I've never made a charm in my entire life. Or you're you're now eating charms so that you poop them out. <laughs> right. Yes. I mean, like, right. where are you? Where's the line? Yeah. No. I think that story, Dustin, was considered it just me story for you yes yeah Yeah, i guess so i'm the only person wait marbles don't form (laughs) naturally in the ground is it just me yeah yeah um so um are there were there any like toys that you saw that you were just like no this is irresponsible i'm calling the police like like Uh, like, worse than Baby charm poop. M- worse than baby charm. I would say, uh, well, th- the the box I was telling you about <laughs> okay. earlier was a real story that we actually had to like write back and be like, is this a finished product? Because this is dangerous for children. But like, how is it fun? I'm not sure how it's supposed to be fun. Like, it, it, I guess the idea behind the design was that it was supposed to like teach you how to open different locks and stuff. Like, you know, when you got like a plush toy with like zippers and buttons on it, and you were yeah. like, mm, learn how to wear a jacket. Like, it was like that. So, learn of how thing. to pick a lock for your parents. <laughs> yeah. And steal stuff. So, like, we were just like, this isn't. Uh, we very rarely. Oh my God. Wait, let me tell you a story about. <laughs> yes, please. So, here's like a weird toy that we got one time. We got this pillow in the mail, like a pillow, right? And it, it vibrated. Oh, God. And we were like, you send this to the wrong toy. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. We were like, did this come to the right place? Because like sometimes people get confused when it's a bunch of adults reviewing toys, you know, like what we actually do. But um, it turns out what it was is it's supposed to be like a comfort toy for uh, kids on the spectrum. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, Which is great. Like it's a focus toy or whatever. So like we were all like, what? You know, like we just like 
mm -mm. it was like too much like it really vibrated it like really <laughs> vibrated like it too strong for its purposes <laughs> there was one point in time when my boss was walking around the office like somebody sit on this like i can't believe what was happening <laughs> so we were like so maybe like it's different for kids like maybe it's different for kids we should like we should <laughs> send this home with our editor-in-chief let's let's send this home she has kids <laughs> Oh, we're no. like, Jackie, can you take this home? See if your kids, like, if it helps them focus or whatever, if it's, like, different because they're smaller or whatever. And so she tried it out, and she gave it to her daughter to try out, who was, like, she was pretty young at the time. I think she's, like, eight now, so it was, like, two years ago or whatever. And she, uh, she sat on it, and she said, she said, this makes my privates feel weird. And <laughs> Jackie was like, get off the pillow! <laughs> <laughs> Ew! So we didn't review that one. <laughs> We kept it. <laughs> he kept it. We, my, <laughs> I have it at my apartment. <laughs> but, we, <laughs> but we did not. <laughs> so, like, they should remarket it for adult toys. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, like, it wasn't, like, unsafe mm. or anything. It was just, like, too much. You know, mm. it was just too much. Too much. It did too good of a job. It was extra. Oh, god! It did too good of a job. <laughs> how Oh, how awkward. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, it was so, oh, it was so funny. We still talk about it. You know, I mean, oh, I yeah. just like pulled that out of nowhere. Like, that's how vividly <laughs> I remember that experience. Years ago. I, I don't think we're going to beat that. So no. I think we should. <laughs> go to the speed round? Yeah, I think we should go to our speed round. Okay. Um, do you have a Just Me movie? A movie that, like, the rest of the world would probably be like, whatever, but, like, you just will watch. Um, well, yeah. I think a piece of cinematic brilliance is uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, and that is honest. I watch it all <laughs> of the time because I genuinely feel like it is a good movie. Is that uh, Kate Hudson? Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, Kate, yeah. And Kate Hudson. And it is a it is a fun twist of fate where two people <laughs> end up dating each other where one is trying to get a girl to fall in love with him and the other is trying to get a boy to break up with her and oh boy that is some good Shakespearean <laughs> comedy right mm -hmm. there let me tell you meet cute mm. um, that, I mean that was like it's like I don't know what that genre is of like romantic comedy that's a rom-com but like but there's a specific within the realm of romantic comedy oh, Matthew that, McConaughey romantic comedy there's like <laughs> the like Cute guy, cute girl, bizarre circumstance, yeah, kind mm. of thing. You know, like where one of them definitely works in a magazine. She does. Like, she writes. Yeah, yeah she does. <laughs> Dustin, let me tell you, <laughs> she God. writes. She writes a how-to column, right? So yeah. her, this is her how to lose a guy in ten days as the column she's writing. She writes a how-to column, but all she wants is to write political journalism. <laughs> like that's all she wants in this world is to write about the wars overseas and like, make a difference and. And she's not allowed to at the magazine that she writes at. They don't take her seriously. They don't take her seriously. But cute. by the end, I'm, I'm assuming that they do. Uh, it's not the point of the movie. Yeah, the end. The end. She she goes. Can I spoil how, <laughs> how to lose a guy in ten days on this podcast? I mean, if I mean, you haven't seen it already. Yeah. Yeah. So at the <laughs> end, she's going to an interview to uh, to a more. Uh, politically focused magazine i guess in washington dc and matthew mcconaughey rides his motorcycle up to her cab on a bridge in new york city as <laughs> yep. one does and she gets out of the cab and they fall in love so you never really find out so she chooses a guy over her career and i think Ooh. i think the magazine at the end actually publishes one of her political articles but like you don't know if like she got like a like that's now her job or if she's just doing that on the side and also writing like mm. how-to columns I don't like that ending. But she didn't lose the guy. So she, she did. Failed. No, she <laughs> no. Like, But so she, she loses him, and then they have to get it back together. It's yeah. like a whole thing. Yeah, still feels she like. She loses a lot more, though, <laughs> really, in that scenario. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, why couldn't she? Why couldn't he be driving up after she got the new job, and she's walking out, and he like chases her down, and yeah. then, and then the, she gets the relationship and the new job. I don't hmm. know. I don't know. I but, mean, didn't they answer that in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? Too? How to Lose a Guy in 11 Days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, but you're right. Like there was another Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson where like they were like trying to find buried treasure or something, and it was oh, like a thing. Oh, fool's gold, fool's gold. Yeah, and then failure to launch <laughs> again. Another oh. uh, circumstance. It was like Matthew McConaughey of oh, the dead girlfriends thing. What was? Oh, girls of girlfriends. Gr past. Girls, girlfriends. So it's McConaughey romantic comedies. There's mm. always a crazy situation, and a girl who's much more capable than she's given credit for. Yeah, and he somehow woos her into being. Well, in failure to launch, especially because that's with Sarah Jessica Parker, and she's put there to make him a better person and yeah. move him out of her his parents' house. Like that's her role, and then she they just end it. up falling in love, yeah. right? Like it's very confusing. So he moves from one 
enabling situation to another. Yeah. Unhealthy. I, I, but I'm just going to, in addition to that, if you just Google romantic comedy works at a magazine. Everyone. Like, oh, almost yeah. every single every one. Every single yeah, one. It's amazing. Oh, I don't yeah. understand. The intern, the, the one where she's, she's wakes up, she's 30. The... Um, Oh, 13 going on 30? Yeah. With Jennifer yeah. Garner? Yeah. Uh, Devil Wears Prada. That's Devil based Prada. on a magazine. Yeah. I think that now that we're saying this, I'm having a life epiphany that I was a magazine journalism major in college, and maybe this is why. Oh, my God. Yeah. I thought that it was the only way to find <laughs> love in the real world. So I went to college and majored in it. <laughs> That's not just you. <laughs> Okay, oh uh, just you. I asked this the last time. I, th- I think it's interesting, but it is like it's very superficial, and it goes against what I just rail against in these romantic comedies we were talking about. But a person that you find attractive that maybe nobody else does. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. We can come back to it. Yeah, let's come back to it. Let me think about that. How about food? Like favorite food? Oh, 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 wait, I have it. It's Alan Cumming. My answer is Alan Cumming. That's a really good one. I love with Alan Cumming. Oh my gosh, obsessed. Really? Yeah, from a young age too. From like an age that people don't really know about Alan Cumming. Like I was very obsessed with Alan Cumming. Why? He's so fluid in everything he does. Yeah, I just feel like he thinks he's so much better than me. He, you know what though? He might be. He is though. (laughs) Like he's better than all of us. I'll say it. I, you know, I don't think that Alan Cumming ever would because I think that I. I read his book, and I think that he's a very humble person, mm. but uh, I would wager that he is probably better than anybody I know. With a Scottish accent. Yeah. A but, beautiful but if, Scottish but if you're, But if you're so much better than me, like, don't act like it. Just, like, be cool, you know? <laughs> I like, don't think he can help it. I, I think yeah. it's the way he is. I think he's just, he's just natural. Like, so I saw Alan Cumming uh, do the one-man Macbeth on oh Broadway. Oh, my God. And, like, to this day, it's still probably the best theater I've ever seen in my entire life. It was just, like, absolutely amazing, like, physically to watch and, like, emotionally. And, like, basically, it's a one-man production of Macbeth, so he just recites a Shakespeare play on stage. You know what I mean? And it's just, like, it's just, like, a feat of art. And I'm I never going to do that. Like, I, you have to be Alan Cumming to do that. You have to be Alan Cumming to I, do it. I could be wrong, but I think I know somebody who made out with him recently. So <gasps> I will try and hook you up with that person. Yeah. Or a man. A woman. Yeah, because he goes both ways, which I think is absolutely delightful yeah. and amazing. Yeah, he's just like, everything about him is just wonderful. Yes, he's opened up to the entire world mm-hmm. and everything in it. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't need him in my life. I'm sorry. Mm. I just, he, he, he's trying to make me feel bad about who I am, and I'm not going to do it. I'll take your piece of the Alan Cumming pine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Eat you can't that hang right out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my answer for that one. That's a good one. That's uh, really good. Uh, oh, uh, but food. Oh, uh, food. Do you have a a food that that you like that maybe so much or food that you don't like that everybody else likes? Um, I don't like raisins, but I don't know if that's weird. I'll eat raisins on their own, but I don't eat them in food, like mixed in with food. That's usually when I prefer them the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they've ever added anything to food. I'm with you on that. I don't. Oh, I like. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. I love I love a good raisin. I don't. Like I don't know if that's like a just me, but like I don't. They feel like a little weird time bomb in all their food where you're just like, oh, that's a surprise, like little landmine. And you know what? I always want it to be chocolate and it never is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like an imp- I feel like maybe I just feel betrayed by raisins mm-hmm. most of the time. That, yeah. Because like you're like, oh, I'm going to get this muffin this with, with chocolate chips in it. Like, oh, it's fucking raisins. It's fucking raisins. Yeah. And they used to be in a whole nother fruit altogether. They used to be grapes. And then they transformed. They're just con artists. Mm-hmm. I'll, yeah. sa- I'll say it. They're con artists. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know pickles came from cucumbers until I was probably like twenty-two. That's a just you. Wow, <laughs> here we are. We just we got two whole podcasts to go off on. Um, one thing that that you know, this is about a, a song lyric, but for the longest time I thought it was like a drifter. I was born to walk alone, and I thought it was like a twister. I was born to walk alone because tornadoes only come in one. Unless they're sister tornadoes. You ever seen Twister? Oh, let's talk about that movie. That's a great movie. <laughs> oh, Helen Hunt. I learned all the science I know from the movie Twister. Specifically, so Helen Hunt. <laughs> no science. Oh, so zero science. <laughs> Barrack Meckert pressure. Well, we could tell by um, how we're feeling because apparently, bar- barometric pr- pressure can cause headaches. Yeah, I that today. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Before before we started <laughs> recording, I explained that like I'm getting headaches in the back of my head, and the person was like, "Well, my doctor was like, well, it's either like a weird barometric barometric pressure kind of thing that 
You know, like once the you know once we get in December, it'll go away. Or your spine's messed up, and you'll just have increasingly work headaches for the rest of your life. And I was like, okay, pressure, like, pressure. Yeah, yeah please, with pressure. please let that be the thing that it is. Um, musician, oh. musical act. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, so, I mean, I know that pe- a lot of people are fans of her now, but uh, by the time I was twelve, I owned four Celine Dion albums for yes. my own personal collection, <laughs> which I feel like is an odd obsession for a like yes. tween. You know what I mean? Like from from like eight to twelve, I like loved everything about Celine Dion. But was it like brought on by like a Titanic thing, or you just no? Like I just loved. Her. I think like my mom had a Celine Dion album, or like we, we was watching her on TV for something, and I was like, "Who is that theatrical angel?" Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. and and like I saw Celine Dion, and I was like, "Oh my god, you can be that when you grow up! Like that's what you can be. You can just wear like flowing, billowy gowns and just like." give it your all on stage and like people are real excited about it and i was just i was fascinated with celine dion i my mom owned albums but i also owned them separately (laughs) in case they were like in her car and she was at work so i could (laughs) listen to them when she was not around i so with celine dion i appreciate her talent i think she's one of the most talented performers out there in terms of sitting down and getting through an entire album i think it'd be difficult for me I still appreciate her. I think she is a queen amongst queens. Um, but my favorite thing about Celine Dion is that she did a rendition of um, Feliz Navidad that whenever I turn it on, it's like watching my brother freak out. Like, it's like he's stepping on electrical panels. Like, he's just like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, my God, oh, my God, Feliz Navidad. Oh, my God, oh, my God. He just, it gets on his last nerve, and then it sticks in his head. So, he'll, like, at the end of the day, he'll be like, oh, Oh my god! Oh my god! So that's my favorite thing about. How Celine do you Dion. not want to hear that voice belt out Spanish? French Canadian. Police not at all. I wanna wish you a merry Christmas. Yeah, that's yeah. not a good Celine Dion, but you, you get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So I used her for a tool for evil. So I apologize, Celine, but. Um, but it was okay. super fun over the holidays. Once again, I love her enough for both of us. Much <laughs> like <laughs> Dustin's Alan Gumming love. You can have I'll my take slice your of Celine. Celine. <laughs> are, are there are there any other just me things that you think the audience at home should know about um, you? I have an unhealthy obsession with the Bachelor franchise, which is like. I don't watch it because I think that those people are falling in love, but I also don't watch it ironically. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I watch it as like a like a study of humankind. <laughs> <laughs> like and like very intently. I used to run fa- fantasy leagues. I've read a lot of books. You ran uh, Bachelor ba- Fantasy. Okay, yeah, there you go. I used to <laughs> commission there, a There here, you go. There's yeah. a just me. I, yeah. I, there's the target. Because I was like I was like, okay. A lot know. of people do yeah. yeah. And then as soon as you said the fantasy league, I was like, oh no, but, she's crazy. Yeah, but I, no no no. I do it to a level of obsession. So like uh, I used to be the commissioner of a Bachelor <laughs> Fantasy League. Yes. Where um we well we used to play so let's dive into this a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You can play a bachelor fantasy league in a bunch of different ways. You can before the first rose ceremony, you can build a full bracket of how you think the whole season will play out. You can watch the first rose ceremony and then build a bracket based on who's left after day one because you get like thirty up top and then by the end of day one you're only at twenty two. Mm. Only oh, only down only. to like twenty two. Um, or you can do it like my team did it, which I think is the most fun way to do it because it keeps you the most invested the whole. 10 weeks of the of the season is uh it's week to week so every week you pick who you think is going to make it through to the next week and you get certain amount of points for however many are right so that's how we did it and every week i would send a full recap email to that was like i would spend i took i would sit and i would take notes while watching the episode so that i could write the most comprehensive recap uh email to my to my fantasy league because you're a writer it's because i'm a writer and because like you can't help what you love yeah you exactly <laughs> write what you know i'm like real and, and like i've read like a ton of like uh like memoirs from people on the bachelor and i follow a lot of them on instagram and like i'm in like really i just read the newest book uh which is very good it's amy Kaufman's book bachelor nation and it's very good it like breaks down like the whole situation of like how the show is made and like the producers and like being on it and like what happens to you afterwards and like all this kind of stuff and like the psychology of like how you could possibly believe that you're falling in love after knowing somebody for like face to face time, like six hours, like it's not that much, you know? And so it's, uh, it's very intense. And I'm like, it's a real deep passion 
but I've channeled it through this fantasy league that I am the commissioner of. Yeah, are you still are you still doing it? Um, I haven't done it for the past couple of seasons, but uh, I might be able to pick it up again because my uh, my company's launching a new website that's focused on pop culture, and one of the things that I'm doing for it is writing a column on The Bachelor. My goodness. So uh, that's amazing. It would be like killing two birds with one stone. You know Perfect. what I mean? I have to watch anyway. So I think I would actually watch it if I could get access to those emails. Yeah, I, I would watch that. Uh, I had a lot of people sign up for the league and then be like, I don't want to play. Can you just send me the emails? So <laughs> like, I decided to turn the <laughs> evil into something good in this new yes. website where, where anyone can read my useless ramblings on yes. on how it parallels, you know, this season parallels uh, season eight when when. When Desiree, Ch- you know what I mean, like yeah. like back deep, history, deep, yeah. deep, deep cuts, yeah, um, and uh, phenomena too. So I've known a couple of people who've done like production mm-hmm. on The Bachelor and like Bachelors in Paradise and all that. Everybody hooks up, yeah. Everybody who works on the show, like something in the air, mm-hmm. like whatever that phenomena is that makes someone who you've only spent six hours with fall in love with somebody else. And also like like pheromones and the mystique of everything also makes all of the crew members fall in love or at least sexually active so what it is is that uh everybody is so cut off in this world and all you're doing so it happens a lot uh i don't know so much about the like outside but like with the let's say on a season of the bachelor so there's one guy and all these girls right so since they're so cut off from the world because you can't have phones or access to they don't even like really let you listen to music like it's just like you can like read whatever you brought and then like talk to the other girls like those are your entertainment things so you have a lot of time to think about where you are and what you're doing. So in your s- solo time, you're thinking about that guy. Mm. When you talk to the other girls, they're, all they're talking about is that guy. And then when you have alone time with him, you're focusing on him. And then when you're doing interviews with, um, with like the producers and stuff, they're asking you questions about that guy. So all for, let's say you're there for like eight weeks, all you're thinking about for eight straight weeks is this guy. Mm. You know what I mean? And like how much you miss the people you love. So you have like this absence of love <laughs> yeah. from your friends and family. And then you're only talking about this one guy. So like in your head, it like makes this connection. It's kind of a Stockholm syndrome mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's making this connection that you're, um, you're, you're falling in love. I'm surprised the producers aren't falling in love with The Bachelor then. I think that some of them might be. It might have yeah, happened. I think that's <laughs> the thing that happens. <laughs> I don't want to like spread hot guys. But like <laughs> I think that's a thing. Oh, my God. I'm tuning in um, to you during The Bachelor. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, well, we, we still have all this equipment, so if you want to come back and just start your <gasps> Bachelor podcast. Bachelor podcast. Just my Bachelor podcast. <laughs> yeah, maybe I will. Let yes. me know. I could talk about it for hours. Oh, we could bring special guests on people who have actually like worked yeah. on the show. show yep. Yes. That, I would enjoy that. I would enjoy being part of that if the agreement was that I never watched it. Oh, no, Like, no. I only experienced it through you guys. What we'll do is we'll start off, and I'll just give you a recap of what happened that week in excruciating, <laughs> painful detail. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you so much yeah. um, for, for joining us. This was super fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And uh, as a reminder, you can see both uh, Allie and Jamie performing with Strawberry Daniels. Oh, yeah. That's so right. We're on the same more team. Teamers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And you can see Dustin on Parliament. Yes. Yeah. Friday nights. Armory. Yep. The Armory Comedy dot com. Is that where I we're don't Nope. The no. Armory Comedy at Facebook. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. oh my God. We'll, we'll get it. We'll, we'll figure it out. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, thanks so much for uh, listening and we'll talk to you guys again soon. Bye. 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 Bye.